Welcome to Coffee with Michelle, a podcast I created using messy action so I could share super fun and random stories with 30 of my closest friends. All right, let's get into it. So I'm obsessed with hiking these days. I have this place I'm obsessed with. And if I go at the right time in the morning, I run into a ton of deer. I have a mom and a baby that let me get really close to them. For sure, my goal is to pet them. And I have to fight the urge to Google food deer love to eat from humans every single day. Because I know if I walked in there with a bag of something they love, like, I don't know, an apple, a bag of apples, I'd pet them all. And I would sit there on the ground and be surrounded by all these deer like Snow White. That is the vision I play in my head. But I don't want to screw up the ecosystem at this place because it's an actual nature preserve. And I just have to fight that urge. But it's so cool to be able to see the deer so close. But the coolest thing ever happened a couple weeks ago. I saw these huge white birds. Huge. And this little pond on my drive-in ran into a guy and he told me they're pelicans. I didn't even know pelicans ever visited Oklahoma. And I'm obsessed with them. They're majestical. They're gigantic. Their freaking wingspan, when stretched out, is like nine feet. They're like beasts. And they have those big-ass beaks that have like that little, it's got that little condo underneath, that big sack where they catch the fish. It's just so cool. And this morning when I drove out there, I wasn't sure I had enough time. I'm like, okay, I have to be home by 9 a.m. So I'm like rain man trying to decide if it's enough time. So I'm like, I'm going to go. And as I drove to that little pond right at the beginning, all of the pelicans were in the air flying around. And I swear to God, I feel like they are pterodactyls or something. I get so excited when I see them because for Oklahoma, that is an exotic, it's an exotic find. It's like, I swear to God, I probably act the same as I would if another pterodactyl showed up. Another pterodactyl. A pterodactyl. I haven't found anyone that's as excited about it. And I called a friend of mine who's also obsessed with hiking, but in Arizona, not Oklahoma. And I said, dude, you're never going to believe what I found. He's like, why is that so exciting? And I'm like, it's a freaking pelican. He's like, we used to see those all the time in San Francisco. And I'm like, uh... I'm not in San Francisco, though, right? I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, I've only found one person that seemed really excited, and his name was Bob, and he was about 82, and I ran into him on the trail. But I'm so into it. It's so freaking fun. And so this morning I had a nice hike. It was 30 degrees, so I kind of froze. I definitely need long johns or something because it was pretty cold. But such a fun way to start my day, no doubt about it. I'm literally on episode three and I've already realized a fatal flaw in my loosey-goosey podcast plan. (laughs) And that is my memory is not so great. I have like a 51st dates memory. And I am probably going to end up telling the same damn story multiple times because I already don't remember what I said in the first two (laughs) episodes. So I might, I might have to come up with a plan, although... I made a deal with myself that I would not sink a ton of time into this because this is just a fun little hobby for 30 of my closest friends. So I have to be careful on how much time I spend. But I did not expect that to be a challenge, but it for sure is. 
for sure. Another thing that I thought was pretty funny is I read the headline to this article. (laughs) I did not read the actual article, but it said something along the lines of Italian dentist wears prosthetic arm to get the vaccine. One, my first thought is like, I wonder when they figured it out. (laughs) I wonder how they figured it out. Was it when they said, sir, can you put your arm up here? And he had to twist his entire body to then sling it? Or did they like drop a clipboard and it bounced off his hand? They're like, oh God. And then the clipboard just hits the ceiling. It just bounces off. And they're like, well, that seems odd. Or did they actually go to put the needle in and everything just came right back out? Because it wasn't a real arm. Like, you wonder how much confidence this guy had going into the sitch. Like, was he sitting there? (laughs) Was he telling his friends, like, hey, I'm a genius. Look what I figured out. I'm totally going to fool them. Or do you think he knew it was a long shot going in where he's like, you know, not a good chance (laughs) Not a likelihood they're going to buy this. Oh, God. I I might have to read the article because I'm super curious about it. But I do love to read a headline and let my mind do what it does. So freaking funny to me. You gotta love. You have to love a creative dentist taken on the world. thought I would share an interesting slash cringy slash embarrassing story. Several years ago, I'm talking... God, I must have been 20, maybe even 19. I worked for this company and this guy came in one day to work on the copy machine. Copier? Copy machine? What the hell is it called? A copier, right? Anyway, he was over there with his little tools and stuff and I looked over at my boss and I said, huh, I know this guy from somewhere. And he's like, really? Where? And I go, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's kind of like one of those things where you see someone and you're, you like start look, oh shit, I have hard boiled eggs on the stove. Hold on. All right. I'm not even going to edit that out because this is all about messy action. Anyway, so I say to my boss and I said, I looked over at my boss and I said, I definitely know this guy from somewhere. And it was kind of one of those moments where, you know, you see someone, it's like a deja vu almost thing and you stare off into the sky like, where do I know him from? And so I like walked around, I tried to get close to him and I looked over and I'm like, yep, for sure something here. And so it took me several minutes and I go, oh my God, I think I figured it out. This guy was on Unsolved Mysteries the other night. And he's like, "Uh, I doubt it. (laughs) And I said, "Uh, I'm 99% sure that he was because I totally recognize his face and this story I don't remember exactly what it was but it was based in Oklahoma which caught my attention because most of them weren't and I think it's the parents were killed somehow and they never solved it something like that and then there were a bunch of siblings that then went to foster and part of the episode was them reuniting all the siblings and they found everyone except for a sister one of the sisters and I said, I, I know that's him. I know he was one of those siblings. And he's like, I seriously doubt it, Michelle. And I go, I am telling you, I don't think I'm wrong here. So I walked up to him and I said, excuse me, were you on Unsolved Mysteries? And he's like, yeah, I sure was. He said, he kind of had like a hillbilly accent, kind of mumble. He's like, yep, that was me. Kind of like that. And I said, oh, I said, it was such... An interesting story. I'm so sorry about your parents. 
What an amazing story. It must have been so cool reuniting with all your siblings. Did you ever find the one sister? And he kind of looked down and he looked over at me and goes, yeah, she married. I go, oh, congrats. And he looked at me like horrified. And I said, huh, why wouldn't he want his sister to get married? That's weird. And I was like, maybe he didn't like her husband. Or they're not able to spend so much time together because she's married. But at that age, because I think this guy was probably, I don't know, 50s, 60s. Which I don't know what the hell that has to do with him having a strong reaction to her being married. But I mean, at that age, you kind of assume that's a likely possibility. And so I was super confused by it. But he was like shocked and just staring at me. And I'm like, this is so awkward. And I said, well, it was nice meeting you. And I sat down. My boss is like, well... Was it him? And I go, yeah, it was him. And he's like, oh, that's crazy. And I go, yeah, but something was really weird. And he's like, he's like, what was it? And I said, well, he told me his sister got married. And he was, and I said, congrats, that's awesome. And he looked horrified. And he's like, really? I said, yeah, huh? And he said, oh, that is weird. And I go, yeah, but he was clearly offended. So I had to leave. (laughs) And we sat there and we both of us were pretty confused because that's an odd, it's a very strong reaction to me congratulating him or his sister for getting married. It was very weird. So the two of us are going back and forth. This guy leaves and we keep talking about it. And he's like, wait a minute, tell me exactly word for word what happened. And so I went through the spiel and he said, oh my God, Michelle. What if he said my sister got murdered? And I go, oh, that's what he said. And I was like, oh, dear God, kill me now. I felt so bad. And he mumbled. It never even crossed my mind that that might have been what he said. I just assumed he said married. And so naturally, if he told me his sister got murdered and I go, oh, congrats, that would explain why he would be horrified. And it was awful. He was gone. I couldn't even apologize. And I never saw him again. So I can only hope that he was equally confused after our little exchange and realized what happened. Hopefully he understood or hopefully he figured out that I just heard him wrong um, because it was really <laughs> really awkward and definitely not the first time I've done some stupid stuff like that I'll tell you that okay I watched season two of Tiger King and for those of you that have not watched either what is happening I have an interesting personal connection to my guy Tiger King Mr. Joe Exotic and it's pretty interesting so first of all season two is insane this guy What's his name? Tim Stark or something? He's an absolute lunatic. What a raging jerk. And how in the world did he get away with talking to everyone like that? Like the judge and all of these people in power? How insane that nobody just smacked that dude upside his head. What a complete jackass. And who knew after season one that there would be someone crazy enough to actually stand out among the crazy cast of season one i mean these people where are they this is what happens when oklahoma and florida get together because i'm telling you it is a straight insanity but 
my connection to Joe is back in 2000. I'm horrible with timing. I think it was like 2014 or 15. I took my niece Lexi to his zoo. I had never heard of him. And I think I found out about it because someone posted like a picture of them petting a baby tiger. And I was like, oh, my God, my niece would love to do that. I have to take her. So we drove. I think it was a couple hours from where I live. And I will paint the vision. So we get there. Keep in mind, I know nothing about Joe. I know nothing about this place other than you get to pet baby tigers. Of course, at the time, I had no idea how awful that is for the baby tigers. And I for sure would not support that now. But we get there and we pull in and we walk up to the front door and there's a sign. And it's, I posted it on my old Facebook, which I probably have the picture somewhere. But there was a sign on the front door that said, by entering these premises, you agree to be on a reality television show or something. And I'm like, uh, I am so sold on whatever the hell's going on behind this door because I love reality television. And I said to my niece, I go, huh. And she might've been, gosh, she might've been eight or nine at the time. I have the cutest videos she recorded on my iPad on the drive there. But anyway, I was like, oh, this is interesting. I wonder what's going on. So you walk in and you're in the gift shop area normal little gift shop type thing for a zoo like they have stuffed giraffes and things like that and I look over to the left and I see this poster of a guy on the wall who has his shirt off and his hand down his pants (laughs) down his pants and I'm like huh seems a bit extreme for a gift shop in a zoo where it's full of children and we walk around and my niece is like oh what is this she hands me a condom that has a picture of Joe on the wrapper that he had like four shots that he must have really enjoyed. So picture of him on the wrapper, no shirt, hand down his pants. And I'm like, what in God's green earth is going on at this zoo? How weird. And I said, oh, oh, put that up. Put that up. Let's let's ignore that section because let me tell you, that might as well have been a truck stop bathroom vending machine. It was dangerous. <laughs> There were th- they were selling things in that area that I didn't even know what the hell they were. And I can guarantee it wasn't a toy for children. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I'm like, okay, we're for sure getting the hell out of here. And so we walked around. And I'll tell you, it's interesting because it was the cleanest animal park I had ever been to. Genuinely. Like, all of the animals, um, I wouldn't even say cages because they were pretty big areas. But they were all very clean. I mean, the whole park looked really clean to me. And I remember telling several people after our trip how clean things were. So anyway, we walk around. There's a place where you can feed a camel out of your mouth, which, of course, I am totally down for that. Um, They had a liger. It was a really interesting place. And then there was... (laughs) Then there was a section. It was like a round cage. Relatively small probably I don't know freaking 15 feet wide I don't know it was pretty small and there were like stadium seats outside of it It was for a little show and we're walking over there and here walks this guy bigger than life cowboy boots big old buckle buttoned up shirt buttoned up tucked in cowboy hat peacocking walking like he owns earth and I thought who is this man I said, wow, is this guy a celebrity? And I said to my niece, I said, 
I don't know who this is. He might be like a celebrity or something because he is sure walking like uh, he is something. He has some swagger and he had like a, what are they called? A little posse with him. And I'm like, who is this? So we sit down to watch this show and Joe gets inside the ring with a tiger. And before they let the tiger in, there's probably, I don't know, 25 of us. Probably six adults and the rest are just full-blown children, like proper children, not 17-year-olds, children. And he does his little song and dance up there. And he has a gun. He had a, whatever those little things are, a holster? Is that what those are called? He had a holster with a gun in it. And he goes, you guys might be up there wondering. And he did have an interesting voice. You guys might be up there wondering why I got this gun. And it is not for the tiger it's for humans and these poor kids. And he goes on this freaking rant about PETA and people breaking into the park and how he has the gun to protect his animals and he'll shoot a human without thinking twice, but he would never shoot his tiger. These kids, you guys, looked horrified. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, oh, what have I found here? What kind of batshit crazy have I stepped into? And I'm here for it. So Joe does his little thing with the tiger. He walks it around. And this is kind of embarrassing, but I will admit it because there's going to be like 30 people listening to this for a split second. And I mean split. I go, you know what? He's not a bad looking guy. If I married him, I would get to live with tigers. And then I snapped out of it, but it happened. I will be honest. I had that thought (laughs) because he has some swagger and... I snapped out of it quickly, but it happened. It did. And I was very uncomfortable afterwards. <laughs> but, so we hung out there for quite a while. And I don't remember if we talked to him again. I do think he was over by the camel showboating. I mean, you should have seen the way this guy walked around that park. It was like Elvis. So interesting. So anyway, as we're leaving, I'm like, um, I have to buy something from the crazy section of this little gift shop to take back for when I tell people this story so I can give them a little evidence because this is crazy town. So I decided to buy a CD because he had his little song playing in the gift shop. And I'm like, oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. I bought the CD because I was like, this would be perfect to show people because, of course, the CD cover is him, no shirt, hand down his pants. Unbelievable. So I get back, get back home. I go to work on Monday and I went over to tell my friend Jared about it because Jared has a really good sense of humor and I'm like dude check this shit out (laughs) I showed him him the CD and we had a we had a ton of fun going through the story well fast forward I don't know shit three years ago four years ago when the news broke about him getting arrested for trying to have Carol Baskin killed I said to a guy I used to work with that is a professional videographer, I said, dude, you and I should team up and do a documentary about this guy. Because I'm telling you, I barely scratched the surface on him and that crazy runs deep. There's no telling what we had uncover here. We should totally do it. I'll do all the research. I'll do all the work. I'll do the interviewing of the people. You just film it. And he was not interested. And if you're listening, Kim, look at what we could have done. Can you imagine the journey we could have been gone on? (laughs) The journey we could have had if we had pursued that. Now, granted, 
I don't know that we would have done as good of a job because I would have gotten very carried away with all the characters because there were so many. But what a small world. Little Tiger King connection. I feel like I'm missing something, but I was kind of surprised to find out that he didn't treat the animals all that well because he was for sure a whole different level of human. There's no doubt about that. But the park was spotless. The animals seemed healthy. There was a really pissed off uh, gorilla there that would flip you off, like genuinely. But everyone else seemed pretty happy. And so it was kind of surprising and very sad to find out that the animals were being abused. And yeah, so that is my Tiger King story. And for those of you that have not watched it, it just keeps getting crazier. It just keeps getting crazier. It is completely insane. And uh, you just have to watch it. And and if you're not into that kind of thing, I appreciate that. I don't understand it because that's like my thing. <laughs> so, so if you're genuinely just not into trashy stuff, you probably don't want to watch it. But it's real. And I got to experience a smidgen of it firsthand which was crazy. And so anyway, how fun is that, my little connection? And if only I had been, if I had strong-armed my guy, Kim, we could be Netflix superstars. (laughs) Or I probably would have fallen in love with one of the crazy people along the path, and it would have ended up going a whole new direction. And that is for sure not something I need in my life. Because we all know I love animals, and so... Beer goggles. It's like animal goggles. I was attracted to Joe Exotic because I wore animal goggles. (laughs) How funny. How funny is that? The more animals you have access to, the more attractive you become in my eyes. More animals? It doesn't even matter. Animal goggles. So that is my new, that's my new thing. Oh God, that is so freaking, (laughs) so funny. And sadly, kind of true. Well, I have bad news. Coffee with Barb was canceled this week. We've actually, it has actually been three weeks since we had our last meetup, which is crazy because it was so consistent until I decided to record a podcast, but we will get back on track soon. I thought of a few other connections I had to Tiger King that I wanted to share One is years ago, I watched this documentary called Elephant in the Living Room. It was about people that own exotic pets and how obviously most of them don't know what the hell they're doing. And it's just, they have good intentions. It's just awful. Anyway, there were a few baby tiger, no, they weren't even tigers. They were lions, lion cubs that needed to be rescued. And this wild, I think it's actually called wild animal sanctuary in Colorado um they rescued the the lions and it's in a place called Kingsburg Colorado and I used to go out there to meet with clients of mine back when I sold advertising and I was like you know what I'm gonna do one of the evenings I'm out there I'm gonna go visit this freaking animal park it is definitely in the middle of nowhere And for those of you that live in Colorado, I want to say it was, I think Barb's car just went by on a tow truck. Huh. Anyway, sorry, the window's right there. Anyway, I think it's in between Fort Collins and Denver. Could be wrong. Definitely a jaunt. So anyway, I went out 
and visited this wildlife sanctuary. It's amazing. It's a really freaking cool place. They have like a catwalk that goes above the animals because apparently that's less intrusive. If if you're not at eye level, they're not as worried about you because when you're a lion, you don't have to worry about anything above you because you're running the show. <laughs> so, so it's a really cool place. They genuinely care about animals there. And they even bought, I think it's like a thousand acres. I think it's a thousand acres. They bought a ton of land and they're using it to release animals into like their natural habitat. No human involvement. Like you cannot go visit. This is a hundred percent just for the animals. I mean, they're not just letting them out in the wild, but they have fences up and stuff. But like bears get real caves there. Like the bears get to go into real caves. And I don't know exactly how much land they get, but it's like several acres. And and so as far as they know, they're not even captive. They're just like, nah, I'm living in this cool place. I got a cool cave and sometimes I can't go any further because of this fence. But it's really neat. I think you can actually buy an acre for around $750. And then I forget what they call it. They make you not not part owner, but some kind of like founder or founding member or something like that. And if you do that, you get to go to an annual event. I think it's around Father's Day. I don't know. Google it because I forget details. <laughs> but I know it's around $800 for an acre. And it's such a cool thing. I really do want to contribute to that place. Um, what in the hell am I talking about right now? Oh, <laughs> what? I was like, what is the point of my story here? Anyway, they, I got to see the babies from the documentary there, which was so freaking cool. What a crazy little world. And that is the same place that rescued a lot of the tigers from Joe and the other jackass. I can't remember his name. Oh, the guy with the freaking little, ugh, he is such a tool. Jeff, I think his name is. I, I think it's Jeff. Anyway, so kind of a small world there. The other connection I have to Joe is, I don't know, 10 plus years ago, I traded my car in and the car salesman, he was a super nice guy. He called me a couple days later on my cell phone and he said, hey, uh, you left something in your car. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you might want to come get it. And I'm like, dude, it's probably nothing I need. Whatever. What is it? And he's like, he wouldn't tell me. He's like, ah, you just come get it. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, what in the hell? Did I leave like a box of tampons or something in there? I was like, what could he be so weird about? And, of course, I'm trying to like come up with what it could be that he felt so awkward about telling. I genuinely couldn't think of anything. And so I got there and I'm like, what's up, my guy? What did I leave? And his face, <laughs> his face got all red and he goes this. And he hands me this CD and it's the freaking Tiger King CD. But the cover makes it look like it's porn because he's literally no shirt. He either doesn't have a shirt on or it's like all the way unbuttoned and opened up and his hand is down. 
is down his pants. And so I tried to explain what it was, which embarrassed the hell out of me because I sounded like a complete weirdo. And this is, of course, way before the documentary came out. And my face got all red and it was just stupid awkward. So anyway, that is my other connection to my guy, Tiger King. But yeah, I'm bummed out that I'm not going to be able to put an update with my girl Barbara Winnie, but I really don't have much. Yesterday, I sent Winnie a text to let her know that somebody was over at Short Shorts' house. Um, it looked like the realtor had a buyer over there. And I said, well, it was a guy by himself. And she said, well, that's concerning. And I said, I know what you're saying. Why in the world would a single guy want a house that freaking big? And she said, to throw parties. <laughs> I'm like, I'm totally that age now where I'm like, nope, not in our neighborhood. <laughs> I'm telling you, I am like a year away. What is that? What is that saying? She's 12 going on 40. Well, I'm 44 going on 92. And I'm not even kidding. Like, you could probably take a, take my blood and run a test and it would come back affirmative. Just saying. But Anyway, sorry that I don't have anything really to include here for Barb and Winnie. And hopefully the next episode we'll be able to get back into the swing of that. But we've actually never been into the swing of that. So we'll start the swing of that. Can we talk about Costco for a hot second? I never quite got the Costco rave. Is that even the right thing? I've only been a member for about a year. And I never quite understood why people were so crazy about it. But I am all of a sudden one of those people. And it is crazy to me. Like, I hate shopping. All kinds of shopping. I am not a fan. There, I mean, literally, I have never enjoyed shopping. I don't think I ever will. Unless it's Costco. For some reason, I love going to Costco. It genuinely feels like self-care. And I'm like, how the hell did that happen? Where did they pull that little voodoo magic out of? Is it in the email promotions? I genuinely don't know how they were able to... How they were able to get me to a place where I I view going to Costco as self-care. Like, just a few minutes ago, I was like, oh, you know, the rest of my afternoon's open. What do I want to do? The weather's nice. Maybe I should go to Costco. And I'm like, mm, or not, because I literally was just there two days ago. No joke. No, I do not need to go to Costco. <laughs> they have even somehow, they have such super fans. There is a Facebook group. I cannot think of the name of it, but it's like fans of Costco or something like that. Thousands of people in, in that group. I want to say there's 50,000, but I genuinely have the worst memory when it comes to numbers. So I don't even know. But... Most posts in there will have like 500 comments and right. And, and, and it's, it's like a sales army. It's like they have a little free sales army of people in there going, hey, you guys need to buy this. You need to buy this. It's like genuinely they have like free salespeople. <laughs> it's like right now there are these cinnamon pull-aparts that people are going batshit over. Everybody is into them. And I freaking bought some. Not only did I buy some. There was a woman standing next to me looking at them. And she looked over at me and said, hmm, what do you think? I go, never tried them. But 
people are going nuts about it in this Facebook group. They're saying this and that, and it's amazing, and you heat it up for 10 seconds, and it's amazing. So I'm freaking standing in Costco giving this woman the strong pitch, trying to get her to buy them. I'm like, what in the hell am I doing? (laughs) She's like, oh, no. And I go, I know. Oh, no is right. I said, I'm trying not to even eat sugar, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of it on this. Um, and But it was just <laughs> it was so crazy. We sat there and bonded over these stupid cinnamon pull-aparts. And it is just so insane to me. There, there's a, They were selling a dog bed. It's like the big, fluffy dog beds. And people went so crazy over them in that group that they sold out, even online. And so it's just interesting to me from a business sense that they've been able to generate such Uber fans and they've somehow convinced my ass to look at shopping there as self-care. And I don't know how they pulled that off. I don't even know. I don't know, but I do love it. I do. I have some favorites and I'll give them to you because I'm pretty good about keeping, keeping my shit under control as far as overspending but that's not true because I for sure overspend but it could be worse so like the premier protein shakes those are easy easy protein I stock up on those when they go on sale I really stock up those salt and pepper pistachios oh for the love of god those are good but they're a problem because I have a hard time stopping and then what else oh the queso is really good there I've actually been much better about controlling myself because queso is like my kryptonite. So I don't get it all the time. I actually bought some and it went bad before I ate it all, which I was like, who is this woman? Who am I? (laughs) I've never had queso go bad in my life. Um, What else do I love buying there? You know, they have that Dave's Killer Bread. They have like a little tube. What am I doing? I'm literally just sitting here talking about what I like to buy at Costco. <laughs> if you don't shop at Costco, this is going to be really boring. Oh my God, the notebooks. They have notebooks. The paper is great quality. Most notebooks now, that paper is so freaking thin. You can't even write on the back because it just bleeds through. But they have these notepads. I have one right here. Top flight wired notebook not notepad. It's a notebook, the spiral notebook. They are great. I bought one pack, tried them. I'm like, oh my God, these are amazing. I need more because I use a ton of these notebooks, right? Notebook. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's a spiral notebook. What in the hell am I doing today? (laughs) Um, but I use a ton of these in my business. I do a bunch of journaling stuff. I do all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, next time I go, I am freaking stocking up. Well, They didn't have any. And there's nobody walking around Costco that you can ask. They don't have any people stocking shelves or any of that because their warehouse is the store. So they don't even really have people that work the aisles at all. Kind of genius. Anyway, they were out and I'm like, well, what the hell? Next trip, no, they didn't have any. Next trip, they didn't have any. And I go, great. They're discontinued. So I got on eBay and spent a ridiculous amount of money on these damn notepads. And then they got more in stock. And I'm telling you, I think I bought, and they come in like packs of four. I probably bought 15. (laughs) And they've had them ever since. So uh, anyway, I love those notebooks. 
love them, love them. Great paper. They have those clear little folders. See here, I'm literally trying to sell you guys shit on Costco right now. What am I doing? Did I join a cult? Am I in a cult? Good Lord. God. <laughs> um, their coffee. I freaking love their coffee. And here I, I just keep going. I know what I'm doing and I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to sell you guys on something I have nothing to do with. But um, I love dark roast coffee. Like my coffee is like truck driver blend. It is thick and it is dark. And they have great coffee there. Really good coffee. Rumor is it's made by Starbucks. But anyway, those I think are my main things. I really always really want to get. Nah, that's not true. They have those chicken kebabs that are really good. Oh, they actually always have these big old hunks of turkey breast that are really good. And that's such a clean, easy protein. I really like doing that. And I'm going to stop talking now. Because... <laughs> I literally don't even know what the hell I'm doing, but I needed to add something because I didn't have anything from Barbara Winnie and I am very intrigued by Costco and I will tell you, I vividly remember looking for an email and I found a Costco email in my promotions tab in Gmail and I thought, oh no, I can't miss these. I need to favorite Costco and I'm not kidding you. At that moment, I go... What in the hell are they doing? I don't know, but I need to go buy some Costco stock. And I did. Not a ton. And I, uh, it's up 45%, and I haven't even owned it that long. Maybe six months. That's pretty good. It's really good. And then I'll tell you a little bit about stocks. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I have an E-Trade account. When I first started buying stock, I literally would Google best stocks to buy and then I'd pick one of the results and I would buy those stocks. I literally didn't even know what the hell the name of the company was. And I remember my boss at the time, we were traveling together and we were having dinner and he started talking about the stock market and stuff like that. And I said, yeah, I said, my portfolio isn't doing too good. And he's like, he's like what stock do you have? And I go, eh, TCL or something is one. And I, he goes, but what's the company? I go, I don't know. And he's like, well, why did you buy it? And I'm like, well, cause I Googled it. And he's like, he's like, Michelle, my God. He said, you're, you can only, you should only buy stock in company that you believe companies that you believe in. He said, you're kind of just like buying part ownership. And I go, huh, interesting concept. Let me try it. And it's worked well for me. It's worked really well. I have Tesla stock. I have whatever. I'm not going to go into all that. But I talk about my stock trades and stuff a lot. But don't get it twisted. I am far from an expert. I literally just buy stock in company that I believe in, companies that I believe in. And I'm telling you, it's done really well. I've been really lucky that way. And so, yeah, it's fun. I have fun with it. Well, that's a wrap. That's another episode under my belt. I hope it's not my last. I hope you were entertained with this episode. And again... The numbers I quoted, any facts I shared might not even be close to accurate. This is for entertainment purposes only. And if you have any ideas or suggestions, or if you're one of my friends and you remember a funny story that I could share, drop me an email. You can send an email to coffeewithmichelle at gmail.com. The spelling is M as in Mary, A-C-H-E-L-E. 
So again, that's coffeewithmichelle at gmail.com. Subscribe, share a comment, share it with a friend.